1: It is August 27th, 2018. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast, Monday Night Raw Edition. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Raj Giri and Matt Morgan. Matt, how you doing, man?
0: Doing good. How are you guys?
1: Doing well, doing well. Uh, Interesting Monday Night Raw tonight. Had a book ended with uh, Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns. Had some surprises uh, within the context of the show itself. All in all, what did you think of the episode tonight, Matt? And we are God, two more Raws after tonight, uh, and we're at Hell in a Cell.
0: Uh, like you said, very, very well done, I thought, bookending-wise, right? Yeah. Um, um, but better than this is a good episode. I got to give them credit. I, I, I was entertained. I was entertained by the majority of the night's episode because you, any short, any type of story that has a really strong beginning and they loop it back at the end toward that beginning, I think it's a successful night for Raw. Because they're usually so far all over the place,
2: and they seem to turn Braun Strowman heel, and, and we'll we'll talk more about that later. I mean, that <laughs> seemed clear clearly to be a heel turn. Are you kind of surprised that they did that so soon? Yes,
0: that is definitely surprising. Um, I don't think. Do you think it will last? Like, do you think that will stick?
2: They need heels. They don't have any right now. You know, McIntyre will be there. He's not there yet. Uh,
0: I, I don't know how to say that. Like. I, I was in braun was in my gym uh this past week right mm-hmm. and um i was at, i was telling him i was congratulating him. i'm like dude you have figured out the hardest thing in big man wrestling 101 which is to figure out how to get empathy as a baby face or better yet let's start it out the window get over as a baby face yeah um, like you've done the impossible bro congrats keep it up you know keep going he goes, oh man! He goes, the old man. He's got, he's got, he's got big plans. I don't know, you he, don't necessarily know what they are. Is what yeah. he says. He goes, but you know they're big, and uh, I'm gonna keep giving, you know, doing whatever that they give me, and just keep trying to knock it out of the park. He's very humble, but there's no mistake that he is in this. That he was in this baby face swing. I swear to you guys, this past uh, when we do our show last last Monday. Yeah, yeah. This was this past Friday, like literally three or four days ago. Okay. Huh. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe they threw this on him last second, too. And I, I, I don't know. But the goal is his, his own mouth was hopefully to get to him and Roman at Mania. Huh.
1: It'd be something. I think that'd be a great, uh, great match. Uh, so, they made in the opening segment tonight. Braun saying he's going to cash in for Hell in a Cell and have that match for the Universal title against Roman Reigns. There, out came Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, and it set up a tag team match for the end of the evening with Braun teaming with Roman against Dolph and Drew. Uh, yeah, and you know, it it worked out at least storyline, it worked out right? Not this idea of, oh, hey, we're gonna face each other in Hell in a Cell, but tonight we have to be friends, you know, we have to be partners, we have to. Make it through this Um, I like the way that it ended And we'll talk about that later Uh, Baron Corbin came out Talked about what a great job He's doing as general manager Better than Kurt Angle ever did And then set up a match Between himself and Finn Balor Uh, It keeps going on and on and on Finn won by DQ Baron turned it into a no DQ match uh, And then got a legitimate win With end of days for the pin Matt, how do you feel about This feud between Baron and Finn Continuing on?
0: I, I don't know I don't know. I don't need to see it as a fan, you know. I I, I don't. I wanted to do well. And the other day I was looking up. Uh, I don't know how it popped up on my Instagram, but it did. It's like the top five merge movers. And to my understanding, Finn is like three or four, right? Oh, huh.
2: yeah. It's Roman, Cena, AJ. Or no, right. I, yeah, Roman, Cena, AJ, and then yeah, I think you're right. I think it's then, been and,
0: and Rollins after. I'm yeah. Fine. Yeah. Wow. So, so I, I, I didn't think that was possible, because they've been booking him like such a clown, without being the demon persona, right? But, uh, so I, I don't know. I, I he needs to be on TV. Um, is the way that they see that if he if that's where he is on that merch list, he's got to be continually on TV, no matter what crap they continue to put him in and hurt him with. Um, this doesn't help Finn at all, in my opinion. Doing anything with him.
2: Yeah, kind of got some momentum back, you know, used the demon at SummerSlam and uh and then a great match with Roman last week and then back he's kind of back to where he was before, right? Now back to where he was before SummerSlam. So they clearly see Finn at a certain spot and and that's where he's going to be. They see and they see the demon as a main event gimmick but clearly don't want to use that that often. So I mean, he kind of is where he is. It kind of sucks. I will say this: we didn't really mention Roman's promo. Yeah, I thought Reigns did a really good promo to kick off the show. Like the stuff with him and Braun, I thought was really good. Um, Roman seemed natural; he didn't seem like he was uh, reading a script, which you know sometimes I I fault him for. Yeah, I thought I thought he was good there.
0: Yeah, and the the two of them have really good chemistry. Yeah, work wise, I did tell uh, Braun. That I uh, brought up how a lot, I've talked to him in forever. So I was telling him about how, like, dude, you're like your Austin 316 moment. No offense, dude. They blew it. It was the night of the ambulance. Yeah. And, and uh, you know what I mean? And I was yeah. like, everyone, I do a podcast. My two guys that do it with me were saying the same thing. Fans were saying the same thing. I was like, what is this? Why do they not just go with what's hot right now and listen to the fans when they're that hot for something? What am I missing? How is it different than when I was there? You know? Is, and he's just so humble. He doesn't really push back. You know what I mean? He just says things like, I just do what they tell me to do and do it to the best of my ability. Fans have been good to me. Oh, it shucks. Like he's a big <laughs> yeah. giant like thing of humbleness. Um, so it's like, dude, no, tell them like, what the fuck? Let's go. I'm hot. Let's fund me now. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know.
2: Well, him and him and Seth have been basically the two hottest uh most over baby faces on TV. You know, obviously the merch show shows something else. Roman gets the biggest reactions, you know, but they get the biggest babyface reactions. Um, how
0: and was, so how turning Braun's, him. How is bronze merch not high up on that list, by the way? How is that not like two, three?
1: He's only got two shirts, doesn't he? Or maybe three uh, now. Okay. Monster in the Bank, Monster Among Us, and Get These Hands. Okay, okay. Finn, I, I, Finn's got a new shirt every week, it seems like. Okay. Makes sense
2: yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I i feel like in, with Strowman in general, when I go to these events, uh, you don't see a lot of Strowman merch. Uh, I mean, you see them selling it, but you don't see a lot of people wearing it. He, I guess he's just not that kind of wrestler that you buy his stuff. I don't know.
0: They just all chanted though. Like he was telling me, like on the house shows and stuff. Like it's crazy. Yeah. How they randomly start chanting it in the middle of other people's matches. He was telling me too. Um, and somehow in the last swing, how the house shows. His elbow screwed up too, by the way. I thought I'd give you guys that update. He's got a screwed up elbow. He was in the gym lifting with this huge elbow pad. Like, what are you lifting for if you're hurt? He's huh. like, he's like, I've been out. He's like, I've had this since I want to say like three months now. He, big Show somehow landed on it. Did some, did an elbow drop off the top rope on one of the shows to him. Landed on, like, landed at Braun's arm. Normal man, that would break that arm. Yeah. Uh, well,
2: Big running. Show, that would have been last October because Big Show's been out since then. So, so he's. So-
0: that's how long he's been working with this injury, man. So like, homeboys been working with an injury on top of this, you know? Jeez. Yeah, yeah so
2: that's been almost a year.
0: Oh. So uh, everyone's <laughs> asking,
1: uh, Matt Morgan, are you clipping your nails over there,
0: dude? You fans need to like,
1: know <laughs> what we're saying, <laughs> Well, you know, speaking, you know, of getting your groom oh, on, God. Let's uh, take a moment to thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Dollar Shave Club. (laughs) Dollar Shave Club has everything you need to get ready in the bathroom, and they are much more than just razors. In fact, they deliver everything you need to look, feel, and smell your best. They've got shampoo, conditioner, body wash, toothpaste, hair gel, and even a wipe that will leave your tush feeling tingly clean. And I personally am a big fan of their Amber and Lavender Calming Body Cleanser. Also love the Sage And black pepper hair and scalp shampoo love this stuff smells great never smelled anything like it it is a manly smelling product so much better than all the rosemary and floral and you know yada 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 the herbal essences the you know days of yore the shampoo that guys would have to buy i love dollar shave club and all of their products are made with top shelf ingredients that won't break your budget so you'll feel the difference plus shipping is free with your membership We've got a great way to try a bunch of Dollar Shave Club's products. For just $5, you can get their Daily Essential Starter Set, which comes with the body cleanser, the One Wipe Charlie's, yes, which are their amazing butt wipes. I feel like we've gotten so much more intimate on this podcast with our audience in recent months. (laughs) We've got something for everyone here. Uh, And, of course, you also get their world-famous shave butter and their best razor, the Six Blade Executive, and they'll keep the blades coming for a few bucks a month, plus add in shampoo, toothpaste, and anything else you need You can check it all out at dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash INC. And uh, you've heard Matt talk about it before, Matt. As as we've seen, you were a fan of personal grooming. And let's face it, dude, you're a big guy. You got a lot to groom. You got a lot of body hair to shave. And Dollar Shave Club steps up to the challenge.
0: It does. It it, it really is. It's like taking a machete to a werewolf with me. (laughs) Um, What happens when you use a straight-edge razor like these and you use it on your body, like your back so I can do my bodybuilding competitions and stuff. What happens is you develop even more coarse, thicker hair after, right? That's why they always tell you don't shave your body if you don't have to, right? Well, I'm well past that point in no return. So it's usually generally every two to three days my poor wife would have to do that using the Venus razor, things like that. With these razors, not so much. I do it once every two weeks and I'm good because it cuts that much deeper and safer. But uh, the best part, werewolf boy here goes through razors quick and uh not not with these that's in all honesty they last me forever
1: it's awesome man dollarshaveclub.com slash inc mr raj Geary, what'd you have to say
2: i was gonna say people that are watching on on the youtube channel you see like you know i i I grew them all over uh even though i've got the beard tell us more uh, raj well, with the shave butter back in the day when I'd use uh, shaving cream, you know, or like uh, the the gels and stuff, I'd always get like little nicks and cuts and stuff. With with the shave butter, it's just smooth. I get nothing. It's just you know, shave. It it works perfect, and then you're done. You, you're not uh, having to cover up uh, you know uh, little uh, blood, blood nicks and stuff like that. So yeah,
1: it's, and uh, especially with us guys having a beard, that shave butter helps because Raj, you you get around the edges you yep. get where, yeah, with the shave butter being able to see what you're shaving yeah. is the key how many times when i used to use shaving cream did i end up having to shave my entire beard off because i couldn't get it even
0: screwed up the line yep. Yep. yeah yeah so is
1: where it's at dollarshaveclub.com slash inc love having them as a sponsor and we thank them for supporting the wrestling inc podcast and remember everyone when you support our sponsors you help make this podcast possible um after that tonight we had a Bit of a surprise, Dana Brooke had a match. Her first ah. match, and she, she's had one match in the last nine months on Raw, and tonight against Sasha Banks. And I'm just going to say it, I thought she looked really solid tonight. Maybe it's that we haven't seen her for a while, but I thought this was pretty good. She had Titus Worldwide with her at ringside. Um, I think they should give Dana more matches.
0: Yeah. Uh, she, did, she did perform better, Raw. Uh, she did. Yeah, but, she didn't look bad, for sure still not enough for me as a band to want
2: to watch. Yeah, I feel like every time she's going to do a move, it's like slow motion, her getting there, like her getting in position or her getting, uh, you, you know, wrapping her arms around or doing whatever to, to set up for it. It looks really slow and, and just uh, like she's overthinking it. I don't know what it is. But it looks- then when she actually yeah. performs the move or she does the flips and stuff, it looks really cool. But just getting there, it, it looks like she's just uh, moving really slow.
1: Doing a gymnastics routine. That's what I was thinking of tonight before she went and did the, the, into the corner that move. That's what it reminded me of. But I thought it looked cool.
0: That's what she used to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it makes sense. Um, but it was different. I mean, we talk about how these shows are repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. Would you rather have seen this or oh, her see, go against
0: someone from the riot squad? See, see now, and like th- that makes sense. What you're saying that like, t- like logically, yes. But I'm just being honest. There's something about it that I would have. This would have been clickbait as far as click the cha- click off this damn channel bait to anything but this <laughs> match.
2: Honestly, up until this point, I was I was feeling like clicking cuz you had Baron Corbin in a two segment, you know, two segment match. And then then yeah, you had this, yeah. you know, started off kind of kind of slow and then but then it picked up, I thought.
0: I don't know what it is, Raj. It's 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 we should be like Corbin they are giving them two segments, right? They they're trying to get this guy over, We should be not excited, but Give them their props. for trying to get a younger talent over. I don't know what it is because I felt I feel like Captain Hater tonight because I don't want to see that either. Yeah, yeah. With him, with him specifically, I'm saying. I think with
2: him, just less is more. I, I just think the long matches don't work for him. He's a big guy. He can get away with shorter matches. He doesn't have to do 20 minutes. You know, and he goes. To, it's like you're you're 90 seconds in and you, and you see a chin lock. You know, and it's just like just slows down the pace of the show
1: right off
0: the bat. Yeah, it does. They got
1: to be careful with Joe with that as well, too, I think. Joe. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Uh, so Sasha Banks won that with the bank statement. And backstage, we set up a match for later in the night between Dean Ambrose and Jinder Mahal. But Seth Rollins came out and issued an open challenge for the Intercontinental Championship. I think yeah. we can all agree this was the match of the night tonight.
0: The minute he did this, you knew it was gone.
1: Kevin Owens versus Seth <laughs> Rollins, long match thrilling match intense match I know we've talked before sometimes these are knockout drag downs I was not bored for a second of this
0: this was awesome oh this is fantastic but uh you know I always think normally they tip their hand right when it's awesome you know all, all- comers open challenge you know it's always the you know so creating right. um, create more excitement thought.
2: yeah and you know in a lot of ways I could have almost seen them having Owens win too because Owens needs something right now, because, you know, having been beaten nonstop this whole summer, you know that would give him something and kind of get him back a little bit. Now, I know you don't want to beat Rollins right after they just reunited the shield either. So I was, you know, I really wasn't sure exactly which way they were going to go. It wasn't the foregone conclusion a lot of these other matches were. so uh, I thought I thought this was one of the highlights of the show. I thought this was great. I
1: think it's one of the best matches they've had on free TV all year. It was awesome.
0: That's saying something because we just said this about this show. I want to say two weeks, excuse me, two weeks ago, right? Didn't I just? I forget who it was. I was like, "This is one of the best matches we're going to see." Oh, it was last week. It was Reigns versus. No, uh,
2: oh, Finn. Finn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hey, give yeah. us one of these a week. Give us one of these a week. You know, preferably more. Preferably two or three. But one is is pretty good compared to what we had for the first half of this year. Yeah. Um, see what I liked about this is it did seem like Owens was gonna win at many yeah, points, which is yeah. why after him staying in the ring, looking like he was about to cry, and just saying he quit he quits and then getting up and leaving was such a dynamic twist to the story. It not only reset him as a badass, but it gave when's last time you had emotion in a Kevin Owens storyline?
2: Well, it- not only that, it's been a while since he's had a good match, too, because he's been this feud with Braun where he can't really get anything on Braun. Yeah, right?
0: yeah, he runs away, hangs on in the front row, yeah.
2: Yeah, so this was like the first time I feel like you've seen him go in a while, and so um, yeah, I thought he looked fantastic. The storyline, you know, uh, there's so many ways they could go with this with, with Owens quitting. They could just have him go to SmackDown, maybe it's just, too, you know, cause he's not booked for any house uh, house shows for the next week and a half. He's not booked for the China show this weekend. So it could be just writing him off for a couple of weeks, or maybe they're moving him to SmackDown. I mean, Owens is kind of in a weird spot on Raw, but SmackDown's also pretty stacked, so I don't know if they really need him.
0: I still don't get it. Like you keep saying, you know, we keep saying that they need, they need heels, they need heels. Yeah, Kevin Owens came to Kevin Owens came to that show. We thought as their number one heel, mm-hmm. if you remember, by process of elimination. Brock couldn't wrestle every week, we're like, "Well, KO is kind of like the de facto number one heel, really." Yeah, and then they did nothing with him.
2: I wouldn't say buried him, but they came close. I mean, he well, was squashed like comedy. nothing at SummerSlam.
1: Yeah, he was a pure comedy, just like you know, like almost not a, a chicken shit heel, but like a bratty right. heel. He
2: was a chicken shit heel. Well, yeah, yeah. With Braun, he was ch- he's like running away at every you know turn and. And he, you know, Braun would constantly find him and beat the crap out of him. You know, he's, he's
0: you know, hiding in a porta potty. All you had to do, guys, with one of those segments, just one or two of them, was having me, again, okay, say the pot of, what's called, porta potty. You know, Braun comes and finds him, opens the door as if somehow homeboy has a bowling ball, smacks him in the frickin' teeth <laughs> with a bowling ball, and starts just opening him up with serious heat. Whatever. Yeah. It takes three seconds to do, it gets him his heat back. And then you can go back to him running away from Braun for the next two or three weeks. They would never give Ko that one moment of sn- showing he could snap, and even the playing field It'd be sadistic. They never did that.
2: Yeah, they were they were doing this for months, and he never once really got the better of Braun. He beat him, you know, uh, you know, via uh, you know technicality yeah, in Eddie. a cage match
0: because he was thrown off the top. But uh, it, it got, don't you think Raj though? Like everything, like Paul Heyman used to tell me this about my promos. He used to say. You know what, you're going to think this is crazy, Matt, but if you listen to Sid talk, of all people, he's actually really good. He was really good. And I'm like, really, Sid? I think yeah. That's just the best big man promo. What are you talking about? And he'd be like, no, Sid. He's like, listen to him. Sid would make you get to the edge of your chair and want to hear what he's saying because he's using the whisper voice. And then finally, when he wants to travel his point home, he'll start laying it in here, brother, and this is why you need to come watch me tonight. And and then go back to the whisper voice again. If you it at your seat and listen to what he's saying again. And he goes, he takes you on a ride. Yeah. So with the, with storylines, it's very similar. You want to be able to take the guys, the fans, you got all of us on these rides, right? These ups and downs and suck you in and push you back up. They didn't do that. If everything's constantly at this level, it just becomes static noise. Yeah. It just becomes so, so if a guys yelling at his promo the whole time, static noise. If he's whispering the whole time, static noise. It becomes one level and you don't really, it doesn't do anything for you. Same thing with storyline, right? And that's what Ko was. Him running around being a chicken shit heel, made it just going, mm. yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. It was repetitive. Yeah, that, that that's a good thing about Sid. He's kind of under underappreciated with his promos because he yeah. he did have he did say, do some cool stuff. I mean, outside of the not having half the brains of you guys. Remember when he said <laughs> that?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but <laughs> outside I wish, of that, he, I wish I'd taken that advice earlier and understood what he even meant by it. I was so green I didn't even get it. But yeah. Uh,
1: uh, but, no, giving KO uh, a chance to, to show off his intensity against tonight, I think that's the thing. I think he he was uh, all bark and no bite in pretty much his entire time on Raw. You know, he never really got the better. So to have this, I think tonight was fantastic. Love to see where this goes and how far they're going to take it. He's already on the alumni section of the WWE.com. Is he? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I like
1: that. I, and right, I'm right. sure their timing of this had to do with all in. You know, they probably—I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him in the audience really? there this weekend. Well, I mean, I don't know. It Makes sense, right? I don't think they—I don't think
0: they'd want to. They would not. This is the one thing they would not want to touch. Yeah,
1: hmm? they
2: don't want their fans to think that some one of their guys is jumping ship.
1: Or okay, well, do anything yeah, to help
2: out a, another show.
1: So, I mean, let's talk about that for a second. Are you guys surprised online and even in the chat room? People like DeKo really quit. Like. Yeah, I mean, I feel
2: like any storyline that you get some, you get some people always wondering, right? Like whether someone's fired or Kurt Angle last week, you always get a, a section that's wondering if you know I if that's real, real or that. if he's leaving or you know because sometimes it is. Remember
0: Batista quit; he legit left both times. So I, I think you know because you're a news site, you're gonna get that. I definitely, you know what I mean. I I, I don't get that at all. But yeah, I make fun of the person too if they did. it's
1: because it was so simple right to just be like i quit and then walk out of there now if he'd gone out there and cut a pipe bomb and said some stuff was like oh that seemed really genuine even what he said before and where he set up his position in the company wasn't controversial or um you know it wasn't touching that line where you wonder so but i love this though and i can't wait to see where they go with this story
2: it sounds like they're doing something with baron corbin because remember he was on the phone later saying he's gonna talk with him and so I'm sure that that leads to something. Maybe he entices Owens with a, another with title shot or, you know, something at Hell in a Cell.
1: Free appetizers at TGI Fridays. There you go. No, whatever Never it takes. <laughs> yeah. whatever it takes. Um, so the P-Team versus the Revival, good Lord, it keeps going and going and going. But the Revival won a title shot tonight uh, with, Dash uh, the Shadow Machine we go. Dash covered Axel for the non-title win. Now you might say this match was repetitive. This storyline is stupid. Where is it going? Who even cares? But then the revival cut <laughs> a pretty awesome promo talking about how the tag team division is a joke and they can have those titles whenever they want. Them.
0: That's that's it. That's it right there. That that's playing the people's strengths, hiding their weaknesses. Um, and I don't know what's taking this company so long to let them do this promo. Um, I, but then again, where does it all go? I, I I feel like Captain Downer tonight. Everybody, I feel bad. I feel bad for everybody that I'm being this negative <laughs> on everything.
2: Um. Yeah. Sorry, I was looking into something about Nick Jackson. Um, uh, Nick Jackson's sick, like really ill, going into All In uh, oh. this weekend. And uh, he'll, you know, I'm sure he'll be there in some form. Who knows if he'll wrestle though? So what,
0: what, today's Monday. Why are we talking? So, Cody
2: is saying it's like a real bad virus that he's got that Nick Jackson has. So, um, they're a pretty stacked card, though, right? Yeah, uh, the revival, you know, the, all I could think of was when they're cutting the promo. I'm like, you guys are absolutely right. These, yeah. you know, you know, the division <laughs> yes. is a, a shame, you know, it's shameful compared to what you've had in the past. And the B team, as long as I know a lot of people find them entertaining, but they are just a comedy you know, act and they're doing nothing for that tag division.
0: Nothing at all. That would be who I centered my entire, my promo around and saying, you know what I mean? Look at these two, look at okay. these two. These are your tag team champions. These two guys. Yeah. Right. Fans, I want you all to go back in time. Exactly. You know, one and a half year ago. Okay. And I want you to think about these two, <laughs> you know, fast forward a year and a half from then. And let me tell you that they're your tag team champion. <laughs> Really? You know, That's where we're at. WWE, like seriously? Yeah.
2: You know what they could they could be doing to you know they could have the Usos on Raw, have the Usos in the Revival feuding for the tag titles. You'd have killer Ooh. matches. It would help bring you know some uh, intensity back to the, the, that division because right now the Usos aren't doing anything.
0: Dude, they feel um, very fresh on Raw? Good call.
2: Yeah, I think yeah. that would be that'd be huge. You know, get the yes. titles off the B team as soon as you can,
0: and and move on. I like that. I
1: didn't think of the U.S. That's a great. Seriously, that's a good call. The U.S.O.s haven't been on Raw since the brand split, right? They've been SmackDown the entire time.
2: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. They've done killer work on it too.
1: Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, they're a completely different team. I think.
2: Well, the SmackDown tag division feels like something, right? Like it feels like that's why those matches get on the main card. It's not, you know, kickoff show fodder. Yeah. Um, Because you got the New Day, the Bludgeon Brothers. You know, they were pushing them and. You know, building them up to be something legit. And, uh, you know, the Usos, those, just those three teams right there have just uh, just make that tag division feel like a, w- a lot more than Raw. Yeah.
1: yeah. So uh, Elias out with his guitar. Oh, uh, first, though, uh, they did announce that SummerSlam is coming to Toronto in 2019. They were in Toronto tonight. Oh, uh, I sat there taking shots at Toronto, saying that when Drake said he started from the bottom, Toronto is the bottom. Uh,
0: awesome. <laughs> oh, that's like, awesome. That's, that, that's Drake's, like, like big line. Like, yep, like started from
2: the thing. bottom, now I'm here.
0: Yeah, yeah. That was so well played.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I kind of made that sound any lamer when I just said that, but...
0: No, that's like that's his gimmick. That's yeah. his shtick. That's his hook that every girl and guy sing at every club when that comes on. And uh that was so funny. He killed it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh he messed up the joke of the Stanley Cup joke though. I mean, his version of it, I think. I mean, the traditional joke is why is the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto so Toronto hockey fans know what the Stanley Cup looks like because, you know, the Leafs never win it. Um, but, yeah, you know, sports uh, slams at it. I thought he did a good job of getting a reaction from the crowd. But then when Trish Stratus came out, though, oh, my God. I mean, were you expecting that, Matt? Are
0: we listening this is one of our surprises?
1: Trish, I didn't expect it tonight.
0: No, I didn't either. But you said there were surprises tonight. Is this one of them? Yeah, I think I think this
2: like definitely. This one. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome, awesome. Yeah, lot Eli- Yeah, this uh, people in the chat pointing out that Elias almost broke character. He, yeah, he almost he looked like he was yeah. all smiles when Trish was in there, like he was having a hard time, uh, you know, being nasty. Um, you know, Trish, uh, you know, she's, you know, in fantastic shape, uh, and. Super over, and so yeah, I thought it was a it was a cool little cool little segment. Now, my thing with Elias is I just feel like they wasted their timing with him, right? Like when someone's at their peak, and then it's time to get them to, you know, strike when the iron's hot is what I I would say in the past. Like Elias was hot; it was time for him to beat Seth for the Intercontinental Title instead of 100%. Dolph. And by not doing it, he seems like he's just treading water
0: right now. Hundred percent. This is what I was talking about having a conversation with Braun. You know, they, they I I think it's because they're the only game in town at the end of this. It's just like, Well, you know what, we did all this writing and like it's not time for him to win <laughs> it yet. So what's gonna happen if we don't give it to him when he's right hot? They're gonna leave the building? No. And that that's horrible thinking.
2: Yeah, you miss out on making stars that way.
0: They totally do. And then they, they continue this chase their tail routine with finding the next big main event superstar tomorrow. the model, where I can list like ten to twenty. That should have been that guy already. Yeah, Seen as fine. I mean, serious.
1: Well, don't you think it's because it's who Vince sees as the stars? So Vince has. Oh, Roman. He, he sees Braun as the guy.
0: Yeah, he, he sees, sees Braun a, he, as the guy too, guys.
2: I think yeah, I think he sees Elias too. It's clear with you know how much screen time he gives him, and he's trusting him on the mic more than most other guys on the show. Yeah, um, sure. but he, he they just have no ideas for him, so he's kind of doing the same thing. It just feels repetitive right now. Uh, even though he's funny, he he does his you know he kills it, but it, it's just been kind of the same thing.
0: And right, who's pushing them? Who's pushing this company, right? To force their hand and say, "You yeah, you really need to start listening to your fans." When well, we want something, we want it. Like though they worked, they did kind of sort of do it right with with Punk after a while, with with Daniel Bryan after a while. It, w- it was begrudgingly, but they did eventually get there. Yeah, you know, with no competition. Mm -hmm. so i I just i don't know the answer i can't figure that out i know they're not stupid i know they're not blind or deaf i don't know what it is that they think that they're open that they're cool with going an extra 90 days well (laughs) past these guys and girls being red smoking hot yeah white white hot in that one time with braun coming out of the ambulance looking like freaking michael Myers,
1: (laughs) right (laughs) yeah um so this with trish decking elias out came Ronda Rousey in that transition. So, scene wait, wait. To- Elias oh, is yeah. mine.
2: Uh, it was, uh, he's like, you got eyes for me or something like that, but I don't date 60-year-olds or something like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, was, uh, <laughs> that was. Very freaking- cool. Dude, very cool. By the way, we got to put her over. Trish for being cool enough to come on this show. She has nothing to gain. She has nothing to gain by making all these comebacks to back to forth WWE in and out. You know what I mean? I think that's so cool
1: over. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, And we had some promo build up with Alexa Bliss coming out, uh, calling out Trish, calling out Rhonda, calling out uh, Natty, and segueing that into Mickey James coming out. And then I got to give him credit for this. We had Natalia versus Alicia Fox, and the women ringside did not get involved into a three-on-three brawl. Mm -hmm. I think that's the first time that's happened.
2: And Mickey James, she's been out of action for, what, like a month? A little over a month? over. Yeah. So back from injury. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, Natalia won with the sharpshooter on Alicia Fox. Um, and, yeah, tonight being Toronto, uh, Natalia, uh, you know, in tribute to her, her father, and they gave more screen time um, to talking about his passing. I thought it a real feel-good moment just in seeing her between uh, SummerSlam and tonight having her back.
0: Yeah. this this is where I first met her uh, doing um, not even dark matches she wasn't old enough she was in the ring doing the drills like pre-workout drills that we would do before all the OVW guys and girls would have to get in the ring hours before the show would start and show all the agents what we could do because um, you'd be flowing into wherever TV would be like a select few of you and when we are in Toronto that's where I first met Nat and I remember like you're 17 are you effing kidding me I'm like, this chick is going to, wow, holy, she's going to be the real deal. And then I found out after that that was, you know, OPS, oh, Jim Neal and daughter. you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's just like you could see it, you know. So this girl, she's been doing this forever, and uh, that was cool. I love anything with her where she gets her just due, I always like.
1: Absolutely, and then backstage, uh, the women after that match were greeted by the Bella Twins, the winners of that match, Trish, Ronda, and Natalia. Didn't they Go away. Yeah, well, the,
2: the fans were booing them pretty fierce. Thank
0: you.
1: Um, so they're going to be back on Raw next Monday against the so, squad. And, and
2: plus Brie is involved with the Daniel Bryan feud. Like they're, they're she's doing a mixed tag oh, match really. at the at Hell in Cell. So
1: again, yeah, yeah. they're
2: not sticking with the brand extension. Yeah. For the Bella Twins. Like, why not? You know, Does why it, not just keep them Brie on one show? You don't need them both on, on Raw. They're Captain and Admiral
0: over, apparently. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> um, what, what I was going to say is, I, I'm i being hypocritical here, but I do like their implementation of her with the Daniel Bryan, like this past SmackDown. That was cool. I, I yeah. thought that was cool.
1: Yeah.
2: No, I thought I thought it was good on SmackDown, not so good here. And it, this just came across as kind of annoying. And you know, it's funny, like people <laughs> would crap on Brock for being part time, right? Everyone in this segment outside of Natalia is is part time.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Um, good use of Trish. Good use of Trish.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, and Evolution, she's facing Alexa. I like how they just sort of announced it.
0: No, know like, announced- like PS, just a girl in the back. right right? like no it's Trish stratus it's like the greatest of all time like people usually assume right one of them you have her out tonight
2: why not do an angle and then announce the match Yes.
1: well it's like triple h versus the undertaker which was announced and now they're trying to build up some hype with it i mean
0: you're right actually forced yeah you're right that should have been a huge to do
2: yeah, and The Undertaker's going to be on Raw next week.
0: Oh,
1: um, yeah. Even and
2: Shawn Michaels. Who I'm guessing Shawn Michaels will probably be a special referee again in this. Yeah, so cool. Um, and uh, so you could have shot an angle next week because you still have enough time until the Super Show, you know, yeah. to shoot the angle and get people
1: excited as opposed to you just randomly kind of announce it and it's there. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's kind of – they're trying to do too much at once now because they're building – Australia, they're building Hell in a Cell and they're building Evolution.
2: Right. All at the same
1: time. All at the same time. And then and it's not going to slow down because then isn't the second Saudi show happening in early November and then Survivor Series in late November. So there's going to be three builds going on for the next couple months at any given time. Yeah. Um, Handicap match tonight. Baron Corbin put Bobby Lashley in a match against The Ascension. So that was another surprise. When's the last time they were on Raw?
0: Say, say who it was again. The Ascension. <laughs> Honor and Victor. Versus?
1: Bobby Lashley.
0: Oh, bleep, that was what I said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean. I don't want to say anything because it's going to be negative. So Raj, take it. I'm not saying anything <laughs> about this segment.
2: I mean, it was a squash match. Uh, the Ascension haven't done anything. I, I'm fine with it, but again. Oh, well, I'm
0: not worried about the Ascension being squashed. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I'm not but, worried uh... about the
0: Ascension's feelings. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about my boy Bobo getting, working against these two, no offense, these two guys, and, and not being <laughs> put out there as a premier main event act. Yeah. What the hell?
2: Yeah. I mean, he should, uh, you know, again, we, we've talked about this before. I feel like he's one of those that would benefit from a heel turn. He's kind of oh, yeah. doing nothing right now. Um, but he's getting TV time, which a lot of other people aren't getting. So good for him.
1: Yeah. Um, so Bobby, of course, won that match. Dean Ambrose versus Jinder Mahal. Jinder was out with Sunil Singh. Dean Ambrose <laughs> came out wrestling without a shirt on and in tighter fitting athletic jeans.
0: Bigger legs, dude. It's another thing I said. And you no know, Broncos. Goes, he goes, yeah. What but he goes? He goes. What do we call that? I'm like, uh, I don't know. He got bigger. He goes, no. It's called the same thing I say to the NXT guys and girls. Enjoy it now when you're at home and able to go to the gym every day and eat right because it's all going away once you're on the road. Five. He's right. It's yeah. so hard to maintain that physique once you're on the roads. So I'm interested to see how long Dean can hold this together. But his legs look humongous right now. He put a lot of work in, but. I'm telling you, it's going to go by the wayside very slowly because it's impossible to maintain that kind of physique five days on the road every week like that. Yeah,
2: he looked good. I mean, he, he looked, looked he, awesome. he, he looks like an athlete. Whereas before, never did. It Looks like you should be changing my oil. Right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. He the... Which is a
1: solid gimmick. The guy from Jiffy Lube. Now he's
2: awesome. I'm not sure you want them as your WWE champion, but you know. Uh... So he's he's looking the part now more or less like a top guy. Um. So yes, hundred percent
1: looks good. Yeah, and of course he won that with the dirty deeds on gender. Um, after that, Roman and Braun backstage putting aside their differences, saying they're going to work tonight and go out there against Drew and Dolph. But in twenty days at Hell in a Cell, they will face each other. Leading us to Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. A match that, I don't know, Roman was having trouble tagging Braun back in. And then at some point it devolved and uh, yeah, everyone was beating each other up and out came
2: the shield. I I like this because you know what they always do when they do this where the the guys wrestling at the upcoming pay-per-view are forced to team up. Yeah. Usually there's some misunderstanding yeah. and you know, <laughs> they start yelling yes. and you know and yes. so that's what I thought was going to happen. They do that every time,
0: but with <laughs> this,
2: this. It's flat out Braun Strowman turning heel, not taking the tag, and then just kicking the crap out of Roman, and so and it, was a DQ.
0: And bro, it's always some ridiculous in the, uh, misdirection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it it. and yeah. then like the worst is, and this is why I get really I get pissed with some of the younger guys that do it because it's lazy. One guy, let's say it's Roman, he'll hold his, his, the opponent like this, around his arms like this, open, <laughs> and Braun will get up and start going, you know, the other attack team, I'm going to get him. And he <laughs> runs, and he throws this ridiculous-looking clothesline, which you would never throw for some man holding another man. It's never, ever been connected on. Um, and then he moves, and he hits Roman and goes, oh, what happened? Oh. All right. And then they go back and forth, and then there's the breakup. It's so yeah.
2: lame. Yeah, so I'm glad they didn't do that. What they did here was different. Uh, you know, Braun as a like I said, they need heels, but Braun is over as a baby face. It just doesn't seem like the right time to do it. But maybe they're oh. they're just desperate, I guess. Uh, yeah,
0: you don't. I don't. This doesn't make sense. I, there has to be something we're missing here, dude. But you don't come this far. You don't to not give to not put that title on Braun as a big monster babyface. No I, way, dude.
2: I think in their eyes, it's more important to have Roman as the, the, the big baby face, you know, as opposed to Braun. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like we we pointed out, like Braun, he gets cheered and everything, but he doesn't really move merchandise and, and things like that. So
0: Well, two shirts he doesn't, but I, I'm judging off of by people's reactions and what we see on TV.
2: Yeah.
0: Who's getting big? Who's getting a bigger baby face reaction between those two? It's Braun. Mm-hmm. He's rightfully earned it. He's rightfully earned that spot. I don't get what the confusion here is, other than, yes, them being stubborn and going, oh, Roman needs to be the top babyface. That's yeah. what we planned. It's got to happen. And it's like, God damn, stay out of your old way, guys. The money is in Roman has a heel.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, that's a broken record. <laughs> yeah. They're not. They're not doing that. But, yeah, so Braun, it's clearly they want Roman cheered in their match in this feud. Okay, okay, Raj. Is it possible that he could do just for this match and go back to being a face? I mean, he's easy to turn, right? Like, they could turn him at any time. It's kind of like Undertaker there for a while where he was – Braun, I mean. Yeah, but but Undertaker there for a while when he was feuding with Steve Austin. Remember that? That one summer when Steve Austin – And he was kind of going back and forth a lot. So I could easily see them doing that with Strowman once he's done with Roman – Easy going back so. into being that, that baby face.
0: i'm telling you he's he's uh, he is really solved like i'm telling you like the most the, the hardest thing in big man wrestling to be able to pull off i'm being serious an authentic baby face reaction like that's so hard to do because we don't look like the fans fans want to generally get behind yes a superstar that looks like a superhero but more importantly guys that they can relate to yeah. How can somebody relate to somebody that's damn near seven feet tall, three hundred fifty pounds? They can't usually. So therefore, it is a built-in heat among fans. It's easier to boo that guy. He looks like a bully. I want the underdog, no matter who it is physically. That's just a natural built-in reaction we all have, or the fans have. So for him to pull this off, I, I hate that they just throw it away. I don't like it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, And that's the thing. So I don't Maybe. know if I'm super stoked about where the storyline's going, but I thought the middle of the show was fantastic tonight, and the rest yes, of it, it was.
0: was. I should have said that it wasn't just bookended; it was solid movie in the middle. Yeah,
1: yeah. and I, I like this too. I mean, even
2: though whether you agree with them turning him or not, it was something right. different, yes, uh, was. and and it felt like they're they're Perfect. getting their storylines in, in order. We and needed so... to
0: see tonight's episode. I felt like I had to see it. It wasn't. I could have afforded to miss it.
1: Oh, when they called the tag matches the main event, I, I almost tweeted this. I was like, oh, great. They're announcing at the beginning this is a filler episode of Raw. Next yeah. week's Labor Day. They're not going to really get into this until a week before Hell in a Cell. I am shocked at how good the middle of tonight's show was. Good call, bro.
2: I, th- I, I like the end too. Uh, the Shield got beat down, so it's clearly so. I'm guessing Braun is kind of loosely aligned now with Drew and Dolph, and they're going to be doing Shield versus, you know, Braun, Dolph, and and Drew at at live events. So, um,
1: so not yeah. the reformed Wyatt family, as many people predicted, would be Braun's backup. I just think uh, Luke Harper. I don't know. I, I think Luke is.
0: I would like that.
1: I, I think he's just.
2: He's done so much to get out of the Wyatt family shadow to get him back in. I don't know. I, th- I think it? It's, it takes him backwards a little, a little with the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, you know he's no longer like forever. Before <laughs> they did the Bludgeon Brothers gimmick, you just saw him as Wyatt family outcast, and and it took right. him a while to kind of recreate. You know whatever he did. I didn't like the yeah, Bludgeon yeah. Brothers gimmick either. But you're no longer just thinking Wyatt
0: family when he's there. You he want? aren't thinking of this big bearded. A backwoods guy, though it's the same thing. Yeah.
2: Well, now, well, now he's Game of Thrones ish, right? No, he just <laughs>
1: moved that. to the other side of the swamp and got his own place. You no. know, left the compound.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could. I mean, it would still be it would be hot as hell to do it. Uh, they still could have done it, but
0: um, although yeah. match wise, like as far as action goes, I love everything. Anything with Dolph, it's true. Like, come on, how could we? Yeah, yeah, yeah get that's what. They, they,
2: yeah, that's one of the reasons I like Dolph and Drew is because you're moving Drew up now to that main event spot. And, you know, he he's getting there. So he, he needs those big feuds to kind of get him to that next level. And-
0: you know what I like about this, Drew's right in the middle of the two others, right? Mm-hmm. Ron's the big guy. All right. And Dolph's the smaller guy. He's going to be a bump and feeder. So this sets it up perfectly for Drew to show he can work. Because yeah. now he can bump and feed, even though he's six foot seven and Jack. He's going to now have to because Braun's the hot tag weight in there, or if they do ever do hot. You can't do a hot tag as a heel, believe it or not, in wrestling. Um, but do you know what I'm saying? Like, Braun will be the the, the heavy. And, and, and I think this will get to show Drew what we saw on TNA and Ring of Honor. He, he can be a full-on worker. He just doesn't have to be the guy that doesn't ever come off his feet. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, which, yeah. Which, when they book him strong, he does. I like watching Drew work, and I think that gets him more over. So this is set up for him primed, I think, yeah, to really step up here and shine more than, in my opinion, both others, surprisingly. I think he can.
2: Yeah, and so this Braun thing is not a temporary thing. At that Super Showdown event in October, yeah. they're going to do Dolph, Drew, and Braun Strowman versus right. Seth, Reigns, and uh, versus The Shield, and Ambrose.
0: So I'm going to focus on that then. I'm going to focus on my anger that they're turning Braun, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Be good for sure. yeah,
1: it's just all about Kevin Owens for me at this point. That's what I feel the most invested in right now. On well, World
2: Kevin World. Owens is also booked oh. for the Australia Super Show. He's uh, it's He's him and Elias that. against Bobby Lashley and John Cena. Oh wow! So, what you know, whatever the storyline is, I'm sure it'll in the next couple of weeks it'll
1: make zero sense.
2: <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> I mean not not hopefully, but that's uh-huh. there's a good there's good odds that that's what happens.
1: this was good tonight this was a good episode of Raw I know we're nitpicking aspects of it this is so much better than most that we've watched and I would recommend to anyone even if you're one of the people that listen to this podcast and skip Raw go watch Seth and KO at least and all of that that was fantastic Um, other big news this week we've been waiting for it It finally happened I think once people stopped uh, asking so much but Neville got released from the WWE it's weird
2: It's really weird. So uh, PW Insider is reporting that Neville was spotted last week in Pittsburgh. And that's where they have all the wrestlers go to do their medicals. That yes. WWE has the wrestlers Zero go to do Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, why is Neville there? Um, there weren't any indie shows or anything. And then also, he's still on their uh, active roster on their website.
0: Huh. No. I mean, can you really put a lot of stock in those things? Like a TNA used to mess that up all the time. Well, KO's
1: yeah. in the alumni, yeah, yeah, the alumni section. Yeah, they already
2: moved KO to the alumni section. That's
0: obviously on purpose, but you know. Yeah, have...
2: yeah. But no, WWE's on top of it. Like okay. uh they're really good with that stuff. So and they yeah. you know, they've made it a point not to move Neville. You know, all these other guys, as soon as they you know get their release, they're moved over. Uh even NXT. Wow. I remember who was it? Ho Ho Lun, I found out about him getting released in and I posted it, and within hours he was uh they had updated that it was already updated on their their roster section, so they're good with that stuff so I don't know I almost it almost weirdly seems like he might end up back in w w e
0: so the, the, is this a way to get him on all in i mean I don't know what what, what, what why today i guess
2: it's it was last week um, oh, okay. but yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense to release him to bring him back unless maybe they wanted to do, I don't know, and something with NXT UK, to having him go over there.
1: Oh, it actually makes a lot of sense.
2: Yeah, but they've already filmed uh, the NXT UK stuff for, for the next several months.
0: Why couldn't he just be under contract and still do that? Is it because it'd be bigger, like a surprise if he just shows up and... Yeah, I don't know instead hmm. if he's not on their contract no one's expecting him to show up maybe and he's a surprise element on the nxt uk because it will get a human pop
2: yeah he would yeah i mean i, I it, it's a weird one I, I i haven't seen that where someone gets released and then it almost seems like they might be going
0: back it's i mean weird. is is ww that myopic to really though do something that far out for one pop
2: no Especially not with like Neville. You, and that's no disrespect to Neville. I, I love him. You know, I, I'm a huge fan. But they didn't see him as that, right? Like he was, he's a 205 Live guy. So if they're gonna go through all that trouble, you'd think they'd do it with you know the guys they have been pushing as main event guys or or close.
0: I will say this is a guy who does not watch 205 Live. I'm not against it. It just says nothing there that's gonna draw me to it. But that said, Neville when he was there, him and Aries. Even Neville really by himself versus uh, – uh, what's the guy's – uh, God, the redhead kid what was his name. He was really over when he first came out.
1: Jack Gallagher. Brother. Jack Gallagher.
0: Even Jack Gallagher versus Neville. Um, he Everything he was in, I wanted to watch. So yeah. I would watch specifically because of Neville consistently. I never missed it. And uh, I think there's been a huge, huge drop in the interest of that division. You can argue. We as on a primetime TV versus the network. I'm just talking
2: about fans generally talking about it as a whole. Yeah. People well, are bringing up uh, Nebel versus Pete Dunne for the UK title. How, What a Ooh. great feud that would be. Um, I'd tune into that one. Yeah. Yeah, so Absolutely. we'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, what else do we got here? So, do
2: you guys hear about Jason's sensation?
1: Oh, yeah. Do we really want to give – We're in the podcast. we really want to keep what? that dipshit press for this? Yeah. I probably. know him. What did he do? So he tonight was
2: going to RAW. I mean, he's he's had uh, issues with depression stuff over the years, uh, but he sent out a tweet uh, before RAW. Uh, he wrote, "I got my gun through security and will shoot myself in the head and kill myself during tonight's RAW in Toronto. Don't you dare miss it. Thanks for the memories, WWE."
0: Oh my God, Jason.
2: Yeah, so you know, his Twitter was deactivated shortly after that. Um, you know, people were reaching out to him. So, Vince Russo, uh, about an hour later reached out to him. I texted Vince and I asked if he'd heard anything. Vince replied back that, uh, let me pull it up. Uh,
0: I wish I'd seen that, I would have called him too, man. I, I can't believe he, wow.
2: Yeah, so he replied, It was a joke. Uh, he is okay and he is sorry. Um, so you know, obviously WWE is investigating the Toronto police. I don't know if he actually went to the show or not, if he was even there or if, whatever. But you know, with what happened uh, just over the weekend, um, to joke about that sort of thing, it's pretty reprehensible.
0: Two of my bo- two of my sorry, two of my boys were in that tournament. Oh, were they really? Yeah, it's like it's an hour and a half from it. That's insane. Yeah
1: and it was a big deal i mean the police were up and down the aisles tonight in there hearing about it you know yeah. wwe was aware of it. it was a big deal tonight and that's what i'm saying it's like I, if this was a mental health thing and a cry for help i don't mean to disparage the guy but i mean come on you don't do something like this in this climate in this day and age and put everybody on alert at the arena
0: i, I don't read news so a, I'm, I'm, i just i'm i'm not i'm out of the loop in that regard right so like i, I didn't know this about jason and i know him so no. I feel like a bad person right now. I didn't know that he suffers from whatever you guys are saying that. No,
1: I'm saying if if he does, I don't know that for a fact. But the fact that even saying that was a joke, it's just like, come on. Things are so serious right now. We do have such a huge mental uh, he's, health problem. He's
2: clearly got some mental issues. And, and he's documented it in the past on on his Twitter. Um, so, yeah. It, but it, to your point, Glenn, that's uh, especially after this weekend and to. To make a joke, anything remotely, uh, you know, in that vein is just uh, disgusting.
1: And how, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, but how fortunate have we been as wrestling fans? I mean, this industry hasn't
0: Don't been affected. It. Don't say it. Don't right. say it, yeah. But yes, 100% right, Glenn. Yes. Yeah. 100% right. You're absolutely right. People you know?
2: are wondering who he was. So he did some stuff for WWE back in the 90s. He would do these impersonations. He did one of Owen Hart. That was just so dead on. And then uh, Owen Hart put him in a sharpshooter. He would do like Ric Flair, Bret Hart, uh, Steve Austin. He, he, I mean, he was so good. just dead on. Like you would think that's who they were.
0: He got signed to a developmental freaking contract, guys, based on how talented his impersonations of other people were. That's yeah. how talented he was. He was in the very, very, very now famous uh DX versus you know DX impersonating uh what do you call it? The the nation. The nation. Yeah. yeah. Um he's the one playing Owen Hard in that with a big big beat on his nose. So <laughs> all you fans that, that are younger, you've seen that at least. That's yeah. who Crazy sensation is.
2: Yeah, if you look on the site, if you go to the article about it, you'll see the the clip uh, from when he was on Raw. So Yeah, that uh it's um, it's, it sucks. Sad. It's
0: sad.
1: Absolutely. Um, thank. Th- thankfully, yeah. everyone's okay. Even, even Mr. Sensation himself. Um, yeah. So, what else happened? I feel like. Oh, so is Matt Hardy retired? Is that official now? Uh, it's not official, uh,
2: but it seems like it. I mean, you know, with WWE, they usually don't. Uh, they a lot of times, don't do big deals with the retirements, and, um, you know, Christian. Was retired without any kind of fanfare so mm-hmm. it could be one of those deals where he's just kind of done but they did a send-off for him at a live event over the weekend
0: very cool good i'm happy for matt you know i'm yeah. happy that he's that, that he's worked, still working with them right in some capacity backstage right
2: yeah and if he, you know his injuries were his injuries the stuff that he's suffering from uh he's, he's wrestle a hard style so
1: oh
0: better
2: while, you know or er, better earlier than later
0: Dude, Hulk Hogan, seven back surgeries from a leg drop. Matt Hardy, every night, leg drop from the second rope. Yeah. For many more years and many more matches, he did that. Yeah. So Matt is banged up. I'm happy that he gets to finally, he got to come back to WWE. All should be right in the world, you know, with Matt Hardy. Um, and then gets to go out in the sunset, you know, uh, healthy.
1: Yeah. I like that. Um, so did they announce Rhonda's match for the super show Is that they announced to... it
2: for, um, for Hell in a Cell. She's facing Alexa bliss. Uh,
1: oh no. I'm also, but they seeing... haven't announced
2: her and Nikki Bella yet.
1: Uh, no, for the super show in, uh, Australia, I'm actually seeing it on wrestling Inc right now. I don't know when this went up, Rush. but Natalie yeah, in the, the chat mentioned, yeah. So Rhonda and the Bellas versus the riot squad. Yep. Yep. So the Bellas are back good. for a while. Yeah.
0: That's a big deal for uh, Riot Squad. Huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. That you I mean three of the biggest, you know, names. You know, I don't know.
0: You know what I mean? I definitely. <laughs> lift them up a little bit, though. You know what I mean? Right.
2: No, well, good for the Riot Squad. Yeah, Ronda and the Bellas versus the Riot Squad. Yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, that's uh. Can, can I just say this really quick? Ronda and the Bellas would never get on in real life. <laughs> like when she came up with that term, I hate to say it, guys, but the do nothing bees. Yeah. Like, what's the stereotype of one, at least, okay, one of the Bellas is kind of sort of that.
2: I'm well, you. you're coming off all that.
0: They've changed that perception of themselves, right? They have put in work. When they first got there, is what I'm saying. For the longest part of their career, I even would say that they were there on looks. Not so much. I'm having good matches. Let's
2: be honest. Yeah, for sure. And and Nikki did. I I, I felt Nikki more than Bree made great strides in the ring.
0: 100
2: um, percent. And uh, but I, I just I, I don't know. There's just something. Just feels like that that's done. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what they do. But uh, I, I think with Nikki, with all the melodrama with Cena, that yeah, I think fans are just so uh, just tired of it, and so. They um,
0: they put in I you gotta give them credit they did put in work and they've improved immensely and they yeah. could, and they were having a very good matches look at her match versus Stephanie McMahon you want a litmus test like on where you're at as a wrestler you get put in there with a non wrestling town like 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 that yeah and pull off the matches she did and then you you know I I they, I got to give them the credit I just never was fans of theirs personally as a yeah. fan watching the show but uh, I definitely respect how much better they've got I'm saying just Rhonda though, she's supposed to be this badass you-know-what. She stands alone. She don't got no friends. She don't need no friends. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, what time Super Show going to start? U.S. time?
2: he will be, like, in the morning. Um. Huh? Oh, but yeah. it's not sure. yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, we'll, we'll look that up for next time. But, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's, it's going to be really early. Um okay.
1: Yep. Cool guys Well let's wrap it up and take it home Mr. Matt Morgan what do you want to plug before we head out
0: here 12.30am I again Will be moving over onto my Up live streaming broadcast Where I'll be doing Q&As with you guys On anything you want to talk about From tonight's uh, Raw Maybe Smackdown, bodybuilding uh, My son Saying yet another new word this week Oh Oh, that's awesome I forgot to say yeah so I've got him up to now He's not verbal autistic for those that you guys have got to say mama, dada, yeah, and cheese all in the last five weeks. What's out? Nice. He's crushing it. So whatever you guys want to talk about, check me out on up live, download it. It's a free app on your phone and look up Matt Morgan, 1230 a.m. though, and I'll be on. All right.
1: right. Awesome. Raj, what's coming up on the website?
2: I got more from my interview with Cody today. Uh, We got all in coverage this weekend, so uh, it's going to be a busy week.
1: Cool. I'm Glenn Rubenstein. You can find me on Twitter at Glenn Rubenstein. Greatly appreciate a follow, and we'll see you back here Wednesday, 12 noon Eastern to talk about SmackDown Live on the next edition of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. See you guys in eight minutes.
2: Eight minutes. Wow, wow. that.